Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Although the following story is going to be nuclear, the least toxic thing you could do would be to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. To be honest, I have no idea what subcategory to write this story because it has a bit of everything. Entitled parents, entitled people, nuclear revenge, and fair warning, this story stretches out over a period of more than a decade so it's going to be a long one. So first, some backstory. I came from your average nuclear family. I had a mom and a dad who hated each other and seemed to spend their whole marriage talking about divorce, an older sister whom I didn't get along with, but as time went on would not only become my best friend, but also kind of my hero, and me, the youngest, 14 years old when this all started. Very relevant to the story, my dad, until losing his job only a few months ago, worked overseas most of my life and was only home 5 months of the year. So our tale begins with my mother succumbing from her long battle with cancer. She'd been hospitalized for quite some time and, I'll admit, those last few months, I had given up completely. I had hardly gone to see her. I just could not bring myself to see her rotting away in that hospital bed. My dad hadn't been much better than me, and the hero of the story had been my sister, the one who had never gotten along with my mother, who held her hand until the very end. None of this is vital to the story, but it was the point where my sister not only won my respect, but also became the one person whom I would grow to trust than any other. My dad, not so much. In fact, his life had hardly changed at all, and my mom's ashes had hardly been released, and he was overseas again, leaving me and my sister behind. Also worth mentioning at this time, my sister was no longer living at home, but was living with her fiancé. He later cheated on her, she broke the engagement, and he will therefore not feature in the story. So all the pieces are set in place. My mom's past, my dad's overseas, and my sister's living elsewhere. Leaving me, a 14-year-old kid living alone in what, until recently, was our family home. Soon after, I got a tenant to take one of the rooms, and that rent money paid for all my living expenses. Now, as I mentioned, my dad was out of the country only seven months of the year, which meant he was home for five of them, or so you'd expect. The truth is, he wasn't. My dad was a skirt chaser, and even in those five months, I hardly ever saw him, as he'd be out staying with whatever he was hooking up with at the time. I could write about a thousand more stories about the woman he dated in that time, but as none of them have relevance to this story, I'm skipping forward four years in the introduction to evil stepmother. It's worth mentioning that when she and dad started dating, he was actually already engaged to someone else, whom kind of just disappeared from the story, as if she was never in his life to begin with. Evil stepmother was the wife of a deceased politician. I've never been able to figure out how much exactly he left her, but my estimate is somewhere between 15 and 20 million. Although neither my sister and I had any interest in money, her financial status was something of a relief, as my dad was pretty well off himself, so at the very least, 
We knew she wasn't a gold digger. So actually, when I first met her, she was lovely, polite, a good sense of humor, overall just a nice person to be around. And I was truly happy that my dad had finally found somebody who could make him happy. Skip forward another year, my sister was now engaged to a new guy and was starting to plan her wedding. My sister, being the angel that she is, even with a multi-millionaire father, never asked him to contribute a single penny to the wedding. What did she ask him? For him and evil stepmother to attend. He was her dad after all. Please note, even though I'm calling her evil stepmother, she wasn't officially our stepmother yet at this point. She had given the date to evil stepmother, who had kind of brushed it off and said they would try to attend, but they couldn't make any promises because it might interfere with their holiday plans. My sister was understandably distraught and ultimately just called off the wedding and would end up taking their vows in front of a judge. So a few weeks after evil stepmother had broken my sister's heart, she and my dad were traveling to god knows where, and my sister and I were at the movies. We both get the same text from evil stepmother. It went something like this. Hello, I want you to be the first to know that father has asked me to become his wife and I have accepted. I forget what the rest said. Cut forward to the day that my sister's wedding would have taken place and we both get an invite to evil stepmother's house. My dad had long since moved in with her. I had a bad feeling about this, but thought to myself that no one can possibly be so unnecessarily cruel. But if people weren't, then I would not be writing this story. So you guessed it, evil stepmother had stolen my sister's wedding date and had married our dad that morning. The invite we had received was to their wedding reception. There's going to be a massive time jump now, but before I do, I just want to emphasize some of the highlights of my dad and evil stepmother's first marriage. Yes, you read that right. These included a house rule that strictly forbid me or my sister ever mentioning our deceased mother, me making the grave sin of turning 21. Please note, at no point did I ask my father to cut their vacation short to celebrate this with me, but he decided to come surprise me and come home a day earlier to do so. The next five years, and I'm not making that up, every single time evil stepmother saw me, She would berate me for how my birthday screwed up their vacation. Her and my dad showing up at the family house while I was at work, taking the family dogs and giving them away without so much as consulting me. To top it all off, she would constantly try and play my sister and me up against each other, always cornering one of us and telling us what a waste of space the other was. So skip forward about another year, I'd now been the landlord of the family house for about 7 years. I was now renting out to several tenants and using that money to rent the house for my dad. The rest I used to upkeep the place as well as I possibly could. Basically, even though his name was still on the deed, it was pretty much accepted that the house was now mine and would officially become mine when my dad passes. The place was beyond sentimental to me. And then one afternoon, he shows up with a car full of things declaring that he's left evil stepmother and was moving back in with me. Oh joy. Following this, it took less than a month for all my tenants to break their contracts and move out. Yes, he was really that difficult to live with. 
The month ended and he went back overseas, leaving me with an empty house and somehow still expecting me to pay him for that month's rent. Sorry dad, you kinda screwed that up for yourself. He returned six weeks later and fell back into his old patterns, never coming home, hooking up with any woman that looked at him, and then, somehow, getting back together with the fiancé he had left for evil stepmother. His divorce from evil stepmother had already been finalized by this point. And then, almost as if I was 18 years old again, he once again left that same fiancé for evil stepmother. At some point they got remarried, I honestly don't remember when. So let's get to the main part of the story. Yes, I haven't even touched it yet. A secret about my dad, I love him dearly, but he's a freaking jerk. I would learn this the hard way, as I would become a pawn in his numerous affairs. He went so far as to send some of these women to stay in the family house with me, and then invite me over to have dinner with him and evil stepmother, forcing me to fake smile while the woman he was cheating with was literally hiding at my house. This went on for years. Both I and my sister knew about it. Both of us had begged him to stop, and he just did not give two hecks. Wow, it's taking a lot out of me not to use curse words as I relive this period. Also during this period, my sister had given birth to a beautiful baby girl. Even though my dad and evil stepmother had already been having marital problems at that time, again, he had shown up with her to the hospital and introduced her as grandma. In the years that followed, this gorgeous little one would actually bring my sister and evil stepmother quite close together, which makes this all the more tragic. Flash forward several more years, I'm now 30 and going through a very tough time in my life. I had lost my own fiancé, in part due to my family shunning both of us and ultimately forcing me to choose between them and her. This basically happened every single time I got a girlfriend. My business had hit a streak of insanely bad luck and was hanging on by a thread. I had lost all my savings trying to save my beautiful dog from a rare blood disease. I had been falsely accused of assault. Basically, I was closer to ending things than I ever imagined possible. And to top all that off, my dad again left evil stepmother and once more moved back in with me. To make matters worse, he wasn't doing so alone. No, he brought with him his Asian mistress a lady that could not speak a word of English, and they were literally communicating with each other via Google Translate. The whole situation was pretty messed up. Just to keep the timeline straight, he had left her before going back to work overseas and had warned me beforehand that he would be moving back in with me upon his return. At no point did he mention his Asian mistress. Also slightly relevant, the day he came back was the 24th of December. At this time, evil stepmother was on the verge of her own mental breakdown and was calling my sister day and night trying to learn why my dad had left her. This went on for the entire time that my dad was overseas and continued when he came back. My sister was calling me in tears, saying she couldn't keep this secret anymore. She had grown fond of evil stepmother and knew the only way to release her was to tell her about the affairs. There had been eight that we know of. I, on the other hand, had never grown to like evil stepmother, but even I had always been disgusted by our father's behavior and never saw any justification in what he had been doing to her. Ultimately, I told my sister to just tell her. That would be the biggest mistake of my life. You see, learning of my dad's portrayal had given evil stepmother a new purpose in life. She wasn't only going to get revenge on my dad, she was going to get revenge on everyone that was involved. Her first mission was finding out who the woman was that was currently staying with him, and to find out, she turned to me. 
Now side note here, I had been so angry at my dad for this whole situation that I hadn't even been back to my house since he had moved back in. I had spent about three days, including Christmas, just driving around aimlessly. I had slept in my car for those nights. I was done being his accomplice. Therefore, when evil stepmother asked me who the woman was, I happily told her. There was just one problem with this. My dad had foreseen me turning on him and given me the wrong information. Therefore, in the eyes of evil stepmother, I had purposely sent her on a wild goose chase. Following this, my dad had sent me a message that I was no longer his son. The woman had actually been a masseuse at a massage parlor that both my dad and evil stepmother had often frequented, less than a kilometer away from their home. To this day, I don't know how evil stepmother found this out, but she showed up at the massage parlor and started screaming and threatening to sue. She also started following my dad's mistress around. What happened next, she refuses to admit was her doing, but a few days later, someone sent naked photos of my dad's mistress to her boss, and she was subsequently fired. My dad in the meantime had grown bored with her as well, and had started to rebuild his marriage with evil stepmother. This was unbeknownst to both me and my sister, and made even less sense when their second divorce finalized. My dad's mistress around this time also completely vanished off the face of the earth. Did I mention that evil stepmother liked to brag about the mob connections she had left from her deceased husband's time in politics? And had openly told us how they could make people just completely disappear? Cut forward a few months later, I hadn't seen my dad in months and still had no idea that he and evil stepmother had gotten back together. I found this out when his Facebook relationship status changed to married to evil stepmother, followed by their wedding pictures. This was kind of a shock to me, but the biggest one was still to come. I was still in financial difficulty following my recent streak of bad luck. And then I got a text. I forget what the exact wording was, but it basically came down to the fact that evil stepmother had no longer felt comfortable living in their old place, knowing that he'd met his mistress so close to there. So he was taking back the family home, and I was going to have to evict all my tenants and move out myself. At that point, I'd been living in that house for 19 years, and had been the acting landlord for 16 of those. To add fuel to the fire, I also learned that evil stepmother was having the old house demolished and building a new place on top of it. I was shattered. That place had meant more to me than anything else in this world, and she was coming in with bulldozers to destroy it. To make up for my sudden eviction, they had, however, taken the liberty of already finding me a new place to live that they knew would be in my budget. They took me there a few days later. This place was terrifying. It was the kind of place where you'd get shot in the face if you left your home after dark. To make matters worse, they were right. It was literally the only place I could afford at that point and on such short notice. Dad of the year and evil stepmother had left me to pack up the entire house, including everything left from my mother. The shoebox I was moving to obviously didn't have any space for any of these things, so most of it ended up on the sidewalk. To evil stepmother, this had been like a mini climax as she'd always had an unnatural hate towards my deceased mother, whom she had never met and had died before she met my father. She would go so far to destroy every single thing that held any memory of my mother, even cutting down our family tree and quite literally turning it into firewood, taking my mother's wedding ring that had been left to my sister to hold for safekeeping, only to quite literally throw it away and deny ever having it. That was her revenge on me. 
My sister, she had other plans for. You see, once my sister had exposed my father's affair to her, she had wasted no time in revealing to him that my sister had sold him out. My dad, being the self-entitled person that he is, still was unable to see that he had been in the wrong here, and basically had not spoken to my sister since. He had not only stopped speaking to her, but had also stopped talking to his granddaughter. Both him and evil stepmother had been quite active in her life for the first few years, and now both had written her off completely. As I write this, two years after my sister had exposed my dad, he's not spoken to her or even asked about his granddaughter once. I confronted him about this on several occasions, but he just kind of shrugged me off and told me that I've not once taken into account how hard these last two years have been on him. It also later turned out that evil stepmother was monitoring his phone, and I'm pretty sure she had been deleting any messages that my sister had tried sending to him. About this all being hard on him, he was right. You see, even though my dad may have brought this all upon himself, I do feel truly sorry for him. Evil stepmother had taken away from all of us what she deemed most important to us. With me, it was my house and all my memories. With my sister, it was her relationship with her father. And with my father, it was his freedom. She had taken away all forms of privacy and freedom he had left. She had taken control of his bank accounts, taken to monitoring his incoming messages, deleted all his friends from his Facebook account, and lost him his job. The new house they built even had an open bathroom that you literally could not pee in private in. It was disturbing and honestly very hard to witness. This story doesn't really have an ending. My sisters finally stopped trying to make up with my dad. The few times I've seen them have been under strict supervision from evil stepmother that usually ends with her fighting me and telling me what a stain I am on his life. Although I never saw my dad as any kind of saint, He was always my dad and I always loved him, still do, but the man he is now is no longer a man, he is a prisoner. Evil stepmother has turned him into a real life version of Theon Greyjoy, and I, for the life he is now living, feel nothing but sadness. If you had a close relative, or maybe even a close friend, and you saw them willingly allowing themselves to fall into this prisoner relationship, Would you be willing to accept letting them go as far as being in your life? Or would you want to try to get through to them and explain how not healthy that relationship is? Is it a lost cause? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. If you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.